Hey, Cardinal, what's happening? Good afternoon, Reverend. Another good week. Yes, I agree. The plots. Oh, yeah. What you got for us this week? Oh, I guess uh, maybe you want to just jump in with a profession of faith. Yeah, ready. Uh, three, two, one. Shit. Shit. Piss. piss fuck, fuck. Cunt. Cunt. Cocksucker. Cocksucker. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Tits. tits. And our disclaimer for those of you uh, who may not have heard of us yet. Uh, if you're not noticed by the profession of faith or explicit content box checked, if you're easily offended, please go away. If your life is defined by a pre-constructed ideology such as seen in politics, dogmatic religion, or any other mentally restricted institution, please leave. If you are a snowflake living your life playing the role of a victim, due to your sexuality, race, perception of history, the generation you're born in, or any other self-entitled paradigm, you'll absolutely get triggered. So sayonara. As our prophet George Carlin himself says, you have the freedom to turn the dial, to change the channel. We believe comedy and laughter is the natural way in which humans connect. So we study those who make us laugh in order to grasp different perspectives. Many times we will take perspectives that are not our own just for the sake of laughing or to empathize with and explore alternate, al alternate, alternate points of view, even and especially if they're horrible. If this bothers you, get the fuck out. Now, if you're still here, thank you for joining us. I hope our meeting will be as fun for you as it was for us. And so tonight, tonight we're going a little bit different direction. We just decided to take one of our um, one of our saints, and we just want to run through some fun stuff and then just riff off of this stuff. We don't even have uh, an idea of a certain subject or anything like that. So here we go with Daniel Tosh. And then his eyes open. Oh, did, did you get chills? Yeah, let's see. David Beckham has sex with Brad Pitt. Daniel Tosh is hoping that David Beckham and Brad Pitt have sex. <laughs> I don't know who's in charge of casting in Hollywood, but make it happen before one of them's out of their prime. Can you imagine those two men together making love? Oh. If there's a man in here that's junk, doesn't wiggle just a little bit at the thought of those two men together, this has nothing to do with your homophobic sexual preference. At that level, it's art, you monkey, okay? You should be honest that you share the same restroom oh, yeah. as Greek gods. Can you imagine if they had a child? Well, sometimes you use the same restroom these days. You could, you could date this, uh, this bit. <laughs> yeah right hey dude i like real quick real quick i like how he uh refers to and if you have a problem with that or you know like you can't picture that honestly with it nothing to do with your sexuality you know he, he called that person a monkey and now like you remember some of the stuff in hollywood that, like where people are speaking against trans or against whatever and uh they'll, they'll refer to them as dinosaurs oh yeah but those dinosaurs they won't be around very long they're gonna die off you know, they call, like, the old, like, more traditional thinking. They refer to them as dinosaurs now. Just uh, funny, like, how language is used. That is uh, very interesting. That is very interesting <laughs> and relates. <laughs> All right. Good point, Cardinal. <laughs> Cha -ching. Was that Simba? What the fuck? Was that Simba? That's the Beckham Pit kid? That's Pit cum? <laughs> 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 the most beautiful child the world has ever seen. Picture baby Jesus 
with better abs. <laughs> That's a good-looking baby. <laughs> if they had a baby Abercrombie store, they'd hire him to work the front door, right? Just stand there, shirtless, propped up. He can't stand yet. Just leaning against the wall. Big poster. Big poster of himself. Just standing there, little tight pampers. And you'd walk in, and he'd be like, I don't want to say this, but I want to fuck that baby. <laughs> oh, man, do I want to fuck that baby. <laughs> if I had three wishes, two of them be to fuck that baby, and one would be for more wishes. <laughs> well, you can't do that. Then I want to fuck the baby a third time. I would like to use all three wishes banging that baby. Dude, the most brilliant thing about Tosh is this. You know why Tosh didn't get canceled? Because nobody, because they know for a fact he would just be like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's uncancelable. He doesn't apologize. Yeah, no, him, exactly. Bill Burr, Tosh, Bill Burr, they don't apologize. You know, yeah. Rogan? Uh, yeah, for sure, man. It, speaking of which, hey, do, do people still wear Abercrombie & Fitch? Is that still a thriving brand well, nowadays. Well, what like, happened with have... Abercrombie is, it's funny because we all knew exactly what Tosh is pointing out about Abercrombie and Fitch. But yeah. then they had yeah. a documentary where they exposed them for, uh, like, hiring pretty people and they were being more discriminatory. It's like, it's a fashion brand, you retards. It's like, yes, they're hiring <laughs> yeah. young, attractive people, you fucking oh, moron. Man. It's like, Jesus Dude. Christ, the level that people go to to tell businesses what to do with their brand is yeah, fucking ridiculous. It's like, uh, did you ever hear about the Lululemon guy? Uh, I've, I've heard things about him. What what well, do you well, got? The guy who started Lululemon, maybe about 10 years ago or something, uh, you know, there was women pointing out that the pants, uh, especially the white ones, were kind of see-through when you really stretched them out. And the Lululemon <laughs> dude who started it said, well, yeah. It was made for a certain, uh, a certain, yeah, we keep them in certain sizes for a certain reason. We're not stu stuffing sausages here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so they fucking fired him. It's like the guy uh, who started the company, because they went public, the board fired him. And you're like, what the fuck, man? This guy starts his brand, yeah, creates this, but because yeah. he says something that's common sense, you know, but it's, it's not woke. You know, he gets he gets, his ass gets fired for fucking saying that. Hey, we didn't make this for fat asses. You know, yeah. it's like, dude, we yeah. fucking didn't make it for fat asses, and that's why you can see your fucking twat when you shove your fat ass into our small sizes. You know, <laughs> it was made for women who go to yoga and look like they go to yoga. Uh, those now, are the same. Those are the same women who will tell you, oh, make sure when you order. Their clothes run a size small, so make sure you order up. Yeah, no, you're just fucking, you're just a size too big, honey. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that medium, that medium fits you as a medium when you were in high school. You know, yeah, exactly. Like you, you've gotten past the freshman fifteen, never <laughs> took that off. Then you, uh, you know, you your graduation twenty is on, and uh, you know, then you got a little bit of, uh, you know, you got your baby fifty on top of that. That so, medium isn't cutting it anymore. <laughs> exactly. Dude, so, so let me share with you what I heard about the Lululemon guy. So I know from a past life, I know someone who knew the dude um, and like knew him from before he got famous and stuff or before he hit it big with Lululemon. <laughs> yeah. I heard 
from this source that knows him. You know, you want to know why he named it Lululemon? Yeah, why? If so, this guy's got a sense of humor. Because he thought it would be funny hearing Asian people say it. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> That's not me being a dick. Dude, <laughs> I, think, I, think we, I think the Lululemon guy might have to be on one of our saints. <laughs> right. on the show. <laughs> Just for that. Just then, for his one life. Yeah. Oh, no shit. He can be right up there with Rodney. Rodney Dangerfield. No, but... Uh, or, uh, you better yet, our fucking uh, episode with... What's... Don Rickles. Yeah. Oh, He'd be yeah. a good... Don Rickles was very good with race. Uh, well, he's also and the then, thing is, is he always returned to his own for like you always go, exactly. Like, you'd always go, you know, you'd hit up, you know, one one group and then another and then his own one group, another then his own one group, another then his own because you know the the Jewish folk have always been very good at self deprecation. You know, it's like you can't deprecate us, but you know we can, and yeah, and then because they're good at self deprecation, they can do everybody else. But everybody else isn't as good at self-deprecation, and so that's why they're so bad at doing, you know, the the Rickles group. <laughs> and now everyone's just striving to be good at defecating on, rather than you know, going tit for tat and being able to laugh at yourself. Right? It's all about yeah, exactly getting the attention, negative attention on someone else, and being the first one to do that. What? Well, well, so it sounds like uh, old Don Rickles either wrote the book or took a note from the book. Uh, like, seriously, every management, you know, meeting or, or like management language that I've encountered, they'll uh, a lot of times tell you that's how you give someone criticism. You compliment, criticize, compliment. Give them like oh, a yeah, sandwich, a, you know? It's a compliment sandwich, yeah. Yeah, compliment sandwich. There you go. That's kind of the same thing. You shit on someone else, shit on yourself, shit on someone else, and you just keep that going, you know, bring it back to you, so... Yeah, absolutely. Because it says, "Hey, I can have a, I can have a, you know, a sense of humor about you in the same way that I have a sense of humor about myself or around whatever in group that I that I'm around." You know, that's a good way of signaling. Hey, I don't think I'm better than you because look, yeah, I, yeah, and but that's something a lot of people miss nowadays. Or, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people are too prideful to laugh at themselves or admit, you know, or just on a less humorous route even just admit they were wrong and that's why people will get a bad public image or or are cancelable they do admit they're wrong but for the wrong reasons and they cave rather than you know someone who saves those apologies for when they really fuck up and then they'll be the one to tell you they're not gonna yeah. you know try and point out well, well at least so i'm not like so and so like what i hate is and this is why i stay off twitter but you know if you'll you'll see something that's criticizing President Biden or Kamala Harris, there's just a never-ending sea of comments like, "Yeah, but did you know this about Trump?" And blah 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 Trump, and it's just a sea of that. It's like, dude, it wasn't even about Trump. It's a, it's a criti criticize, uh, it's a critique of a current current policy or something he did. You know, yeah. Why don't you just go back and, and say, "Hey, uh, well, hey, did you hear this about uh, Andrew Johnson?" Yeah. <laughs> All right. So why'd you bring up? Uh, why'd you? Uh, what does Andrew Johnson have to do with it? Exactly. What does Trump have to do with it? Yeah, but that's like, like if I'm criticizing <laughs> Biden, it doesn't mean that it has anything to do with uh, anybody else other than that policy is being brought forward. Um, yeah, it, it is very. It's very interesting because I heard something yesterday on 
a podcast. I don't even remember who it was. Um, but they were talking about how, like, like there was a certain time when it went from being proud of, like, your party and that philosophy that went behind it um, to where it went over to voting just against the other people. You know, it's not about, like, liking yeah. what, where you're at. It's about not wanting to be where those other people are at. And it, and we see that that's like, like shitting all over everybody else without, you know, kind of shitting for, on yourself for, as well as, as, you know, too. Or even producing anything yourself because you're, you're too busy campaigning and slandering against the other person or, you know, or yeah, you know, you, you're not uh, reliable in admitting when you're wrong and you're not seeking to improve. And so you're not actually, again, comes down to producing. If you're not able to accept your own critique or analyze your, you know, consider the possibility that you were wrong once upon a time, then you don't deserve credibility. Yeah, or, absolutely. You know, and you're certainly not going to um, stand out or, or do anything constructive if you're too busy trying to tear someone else down. So, yeah. Yeah, good absolutely. Good philosophy. Very good, like man. All right, let's bring it back to talk. Go ahead, dumb people. Be offended by a joke that doesn't have a plausible premise. <laughs> well, I'd love to read your email. I felt you went over the line a bit when you theoretically wanted to fornicate with a mythical child. <laughs> Gave a commencement speech recently at a high school, and that didn't go well at all. <laughs> a bunch of high school kids and parents that are proud of them, and I'm belittling the entire thing. <laughs> and the administration got really upset with me. They're like, oh, uh, we didn't know you weren't going to take it seriously. Uh, to which I replied, really? <laughs> you thought this was where I was going to get serious? High school, how did you do it? <laughs> no. I refused. I swear to God, man, that's all I always felt. That's how I felt about high school and college. You know, I was just like, dude, yeah. that that in and of itself, uh, yeah, yes, you want, want to celebrate milestones, sure, but uh, don't take yourself I, too seriously. Yeah, but I don't see it as anything that's an achievement. It's a milestone, not an achievement. Yeah. I don't like saying like high school, like high school. How'd you do it? Well, I yeah. showed up every day. Yeah, again okay, with the participation percent out of days. You know, yeah. I did a little bit of work on the side and. Uh, Try not to go insane with boredom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, with the participation trophies, right? It's like, do, do we need to have our special day, our recognition for everything we achieve? It's like, yeah, we can celebrate and be happy. There's a difference in pride where you can't laugh at yourself and you do take it too seriously and being happy. You know, again, we've done a couple episodes on, uh, you know, yeah. pride and the dangers thereof. But yeah, uh, yeah, you can certainly be happy for something like that. And, yeah, I mean, whatever. You know, six, yeah. celebrate your your hard work and achievements. If you work hard or something, you can be proud of the work you do. But you don't. I mean, what good does it really do you to seek praise and seek recognition? Well, yeah, but the thing is, too, is you know, and I think you were right in line with the with the participation trophy there because like that's what high school graduation is. It's a participation trophy. Now, if mm -hmm. they're like, you know, if they're like. Oh, and your achievement, and your achievement. It's not really an achievement. I mean, yeah. it is for some people. It's like some people have to work two jobs. Some people have to, you know, they have to help support their family in high school. 
and all that yeah. shit. And that's that's a fucking achievement, man. That well, that's be, what they have honor roll for too. Yeah, that, like, that should be toasted. Uh, oh, that yeah. But but you know, if you're just giving this like, hey, everybody graduates, everybody graduates, and that's that's you know celebrated as a milestone, and now yeah. you're you're going on to something else. That, I think that's terrific. But if you're celebrating it and patting everybody on the back as a hey good job achievement that means that the lowest achievers are getting the same praise as the highest achievers and that's exactly uh you know what i kind of i, I kind of connect with what he's saying i don't know if that's what he's yeah. saying right but I just want well, to connect with what he's saying <laughs> for sure for sure let's hear what else he's saying all right to give that generic speech as I look out here, I see future lawyers and doctors. I gave the real speech. There's felons here. <laughs> Some of you will die in a DUI accident tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Explain to me why a dose of reality before community college is a bad thing. <laughs> because I certainly don't need to pander to the 1%. They don't need my little pep rally. They're gonna be just fine. Nobody's been a pile of See, I love that too. He recognizes that there's like, there's, there's a certain uh, part of the population that is like, you know, they've already got it. Yeah. If you haven't gotten it by then, you know, then you're going to have some work to do to get it. You know, this isn't yeah. just given to you, you know. Well, spe speaking along those lines, uh, you got to work to get it. It's not, not just given to you. I actually thought of something uh, that I was kind of going to say when we were talking about just the fat chicks and the standards being low, uh, lowered, the fat chicks in Lululemon, you know, demanding or canceling Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh, they, you know, you've seen the current like Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. They, they put plumpers on there now. And I, I know women, you know, who are not, not narcissists or obsessed with themselves, just normal women who feel insulted with this shit now because like now they're not even just celebrating ordinary women. They're, they're calling people like brave and heroic and woman of the year for just parading their fat selves, you know, in a bikini to promote whatever line of clothing they're trying to sell or whatever, you know, and it's, and the corporation's adopting this, but I know women who are genuinely like insulted between the combination of this and like, you know, what, what's happening in women's sports, you know, I'm not, I don't have to say anything or go into that, but you know, I, I know women, a lot of women that are angry at this shit, Tom Segura and Christina Pazinski, uh, in your mom's house, they had a great fucking episode oh, roasting yeah? roasting the Sports Illustrated swimsuit fat models and stuff. And, oh, it was so good. Well, Bill Burr's um, last one uh, did a pretty good job of that, too. Um, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was pretty fucking funny, and I was thinking about it. And we're going to have to go through Bill Burr's. Like, we really, like, I yeah. swear to God, his last special at the Red Rock, the whole yeah. thing, we could go through it piece by piece. Like, I probably should just log on to Netflix, and we'll do a month of, you know, maybe two months, actually, at the rate that we go <laughs> dissecting a fucking clip. Uh, I but love you can go through that, his entire fucking thing and just dissect it because it's it's so, like, every single one is is hilarious and philosophically so. It, like, points at the ludicrousness of our society today and, like, and yeah. everything. And he goes into that as well. And I started thinking about it, I was like, I was like, yeah, this whole proud of your body, it's like, it goes back to our pride thing. It's like, you shouldn't be proud just because. It's like, no, you should be proud yeah. of something that you create, that you that you consistently and persistently work on as a, you know, as a, like this persistent project in your life that you take pride in 
not that you're just proud of, you know, and that you hey. take pride in. You can't be proud of something you don't take pride in. And pride, taking pride in something is an action. And if you just mm -hmm. sit on your, your ass watching Oprah with bonbons like the old Peg Bundy, except for, you know, in real life, Peg <laughs> Bundy would have been 300 pounds. You know, it's like, it's like if you just do that, you're not taking pride in anything. And therefore, you shouldn't have pride for something. or to, Into to entitlement, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that's, and that's where the entitlement thing comes in. Entitlement is the opposite of pride. You know, it is feeling you're entitled to have, you know, the rewards without the action. For sure, man. I I like what you're saying there. And I like the idea of uh, going through that whole special, like, in a month. Kind of be like in a old-time church when they just, they would go through, like, a whole book of the Bible. And, you know, this month we're going over the book of Revelation or whatever. You know, so. <laughs> we can, oh, we can do that, that next, next, <laughs> next month. We'll just have the uh, the book, the book of Burr. Book of Bill, or yeah, Book of Burr, I like <laughs> All right, so we're going through the Book of Burr, live at the Red Rock, and <laughs> we're going through section one, minute 42, yeah, minute 42, 37 seconds. Mm -hmm. Give me some of that old-time religion. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, that's our no ma'am, that's like our no ma'am fucking moment there. That's great. I love that. All right, so now going back to back to um, you know the book of Tosh. Yes. Shit their entire life, then turned it around because of the commencement address. <laughs> Excuse me? No. no, no, it just clicked. So you're saying I can be anything? Oh yeah, that sounds way better than what I was gonna do. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> Don't you love it when people in school are like, "I'm a bad test taker." You mean you're stupid. <laughs> oh, you struggle with that part where we find out what you know? <laughs> no, no, I can totally relate. See, because I'm a brilliant painter, minus my god-awful brush strokes. <laughs> oh, how the masterpieces crystal up here. But once paint hits canvas, I develop Parkinson's. <laughs> I apologize if there's a Parkinson's painter here this evening. I assume your best work is in the AM. Oh. Probably gets a bit abstract by noon. <laughs> Hang in there, it gets worse. <laughs> That's enough. All right. There's there you that. go. And there is our segments from the Book of Tosh. Oh, man. Some of Daniel Tosh is the best. I, I swear to God, Tosh is actually maybe at the top of the, my list of saints. You know, maybe not on just a philosophical level, but on a fuck with you level, which is actually philosophical. Yeah, that's ma that's mastery. That's that's definitely knowledge of uh, you know, just human emotions, human psychology too. Uh, the best ones like him, Louis, you know, Bill Burr. Those guys take you on a ride. Yeah, Louis and and, and Tosh do it ex exceptionally well in that form of like just disgusting you, but also just being lovable and. And, like, you can't, you know, it's like, hey, they'll Tom's call back to something else you laughed at, you know. Segura's like, you... in that one, too. Uh, except yeah. for Segura's Segura, just yeah. a little bit less philosophical. Yeah, he's he's very relatable, though. I love oh, yeah. that about Segura. You know, he's, you know, he's always got good stories with it, too. You know what I want to get into? Actually, uh, I want to put this on the docket for maybe next week. Um He's an Irish guy. Let's let's look up Irish comedians because there's 
this one guy, and I want to have him up for next week. I forget what his name is, but he's fucking hilarious. I think he actually passed away lately. Huh. Uh, uh, oh, Tommy Tiernan. What's Tommy, his name again? Tommy Tiernan. I want to say I've heard of him. Yeah, he's fucking hilarious. I used to date this Irish chick uh, a while back. She was like, oh, they got to listen to Tommy Tiernan. He just likes to take the piss out of everything. I was like, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, and then we watched him one time, and I was like, that's fucking hilarious. So uh, I'd kind of like to pop him up for next week. So for all you folks out there, all you folk out there, <laughs> folks, yeah. I don't know, probably folk. Maybe there's one out there listening to this. <laughs> Still. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah, that's probably what we might do next week. I can't be sure of anything, though. So hopefully. be sure to tune in. So tune in. Thanks. Bye.